The following podcast will contain spoilers and explicit language. So I've made some notes. I've gathered. Are you ever going to make notes for this podcast? I've made notes. Have you? Yeah. When? In the past. In the past? Yeah. That's a handy time frame. Oh, I did it in the past! <laughs> yeah! I can't prove it, but I did it in the past! I've got the notes at home. Oh, really? Yeah. I want you to bring the notes next time we do a recording session so you can prove to me. What what film? What film did you do the notes for? I can't remember. Um, Suspicion. <laughs> You're lying, aren't you? No, I'm not. You're a lying no, sack I'm of not. shit. It, no, actually, it was... It was um, it was the first one we did. It was. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Your grin says you're suspicious. No, I definitely, I definitely made notes. I've okay. made notes. I'll believe you, and I'll stop this now so we can yeah, test our that's sounds. That's Yeah. So I've forgotten what we say when we open the podcast up. It's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. Uh, what are we even called? It's usually something along the lines of Good afternoon and welcome to Sunday afternoon. Oh, that's cinema. right. Yeah, good afternoon and welcome to Sunday afternoon cinema. With me, Michael Arkin, and him. Carry on, Chris Windsor. Thank you. Even though it's not Sunday. It's not Sunday. It's Saturday. Oh, so it we're, is the afternoon. We're nearly there. Yeah, it is the afternoon. It is the afternoon. I'm so probably a day one. Yeah. Although, how many months are we out? Uh, three. Ish. Has it been three months that we actually did I a recording? Think so. I think so. Not that anyone's listen. Not that anyone listens to this. Although that being said, I was looking over the because I was trying to log in the other day, and we have had listeners. It's just it's really random. I've been pimping us out. Oh really? Who've yeah. been pimping us out? Uh, just friends, you know, people I know, people cool. people who might not necessarily enjoy film. Um, do, you, do you want to give them a shout out? Do you want to shout their names out? Uh, not not really. Why not? Because they might be listening, they might be embarrassed. They don't want to get name checked. Fair enough, but they might give us money. They won't give us money, trust me. Then I don't want them listening. Yeah, I know. They can but... fuck off. <laughs> um, anyway, good afternoon and welcome to Sunday Afternoon Cinema <laughs> with me, Michael Arkin. And, and me, Christopher Windsor. <laughs> and today we're covering a fairly recent film. Yeah, very recent, 2017. Yeah, it's not the most... I don't think it's the most recent film we've done in the past, but it's definitely up there. In fact, it might be, you know. I don't think it's the most known. It's not the most known, but I think it's the most recent cinema release-wise. When did did it come out compared to... um, Was it Martha or... Oh, Thelma. The Thelma. Um, I think... I think they might have been around the same time. Yeah. Or if not, very close together, put it that way. So it's ish. Yeah. Although, to be honest with you, though, I mean, and we've never said that this is a podcast about just doing old films. It's about doing the films that we want to do, ultimately. Yeah. And films that we consider to be classics. And I I honestly, I mean, obviously we'll find out your opinion in a minute, but I honestly do consider this to be, well, we'll get there, but I honestly think it's worth talking about, put it that way. Um, so I'll start off with a bit of an introduction, and then we'll get your take on it, and then we can uh, we can give mine. 
So England Goes West um, stars Albert Plaza. I think that's how you pronounce the name anyway. Yes. Um, who I previously seen um, and loved in Safety Not Guaranteed. Have you ever seen that? I haven't. Um, I have seen it in other films, um, but I haven't seen Safety Not Guaranteed. I've never even heard of it, to be honest. It's like a time travel film, but it's a time travel film that you could actually think, yeah, this actually takes on board everything that people have said about time travel in the past. That sounds interesting. It is. It's. Um, it's. Have you seen um, New Girl at all? Oh, that, that awful sitcom. I like it. You're just wrong. But do you know the guy that Zoe Deschanel kind of has a thing for but doesn't at the same time? The annoying one. Yeah, he's yeah. in it as well. Not, not Schmitz or the other one, but... The yeah. annoying one. Yeah, the annoying one. <laughs> I like him, but fuck you. <laughs> um, he, he starts in that. And it's actually a really good time travel film because... It, it takes into it takes into account where time travel films usually fall down, and I honestly think it's worth watching. I'm just trying to find it because um, is it a few years old? Um, I think it's made about 2015, 2014. I can't really remember. Um, we'll look for it later. Ah, uh, 2012. Oh, 2012. Is it that long? Two ago? years old, bitch. Yeah, it's basically well. We'll not talk about it. Too. In fact, we I tell you what, watch it and then we'll 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 maybe cover that at some oh, point. Interesting director, Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, I've seen a few of his films. I think. Yes, I have. Um, anyway, yeah. So Ingrid Goes West um, stars Aubrey Plaza as the aforementioned Ingrid Bourbon, um, who is basically a woman of an indeterminate age. But I, I guess she was about late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have gone with mid to late 20s. Um, it doesn't really specify, does it? It doesn't really specify, but it's, it's young enough to be obsessed with social media. Very much so. And it, it and, and obviously obsessed with Instagram primarily. I wonder yeah. how much they paid to Instagram to use them as a product. Um, Instagram probably paid them. I don't think... It, you see, this is the interesting thing. I don't think it works like that. I have to... I, I'm sure you have to pay them don't look it up now i'm sure you have to pay them to use their copyrights that's, that's if they actually used any of their copyrights did they use, use actual instagram software or was it just a yeah generic no as far as i could tell like they genuinely did um it, it did look like the real thing um and yeah she basically wishes to become friends with these people um, on, on the Instagram. She spent most of her waking hours looking at Instagram and looking at liking the photos, but seemingly, seemingly never commenting. She just seems to be watching these people. Yeah, um, kind of... It's kind of creepy. Um, well, it isn't, it isn't, you know... No, it is, come well, on. Look, the way I see it is a stalker is just a friend you haven't met yet. Everybody you clearly needs, never have a stalker. Everybody needs good neighbours. <laughs> And you know what? Neighbours become good friends. Yeah, but some people you don't want as your neighbours. True. You know, True. you don't want to... I wouldn't mind you as a neighbour. Yeah, I'm, I'm alright, but... I think you know, good neighbours. Some people who just bumblefuck hillbillies and, yeah. and... Just not... Not the type of people you want to live how often anywhere keep, near. How often do you keep your fridge stocked? How often do I what? Keep, keep your my, fridge stocked up. I go shopping once a month. Um, well, no, you can't. You, no, if you don't update your fridge that often, then I don't want you living next to me. I'm probably never anything. Oh, can I borrow some? I've not been shopping this month. Fro- Fuck off, then. I buy frozen. Well, I buy frozen as well, but to be fair, if you look at my fridge, it's just full of beer and cans, to be fair. Um, but anyway, um, so after you go into a wedding, that's what's in my fridge. 
spewing. Have you been? Have you been? Have you been stalking my shop? Very similar people, to be fair. I do. I stock your. I stock your shopping bags, actually. Um. So after going to a wedding that doesn't go down very well, not according to plan, no. Um. She ends up being in hospital in a somewhat of a mental state. Yeah. Um. That. I'm gonna get onto that in a bit. Yeah. Same. Because there's an. There's a very interesting line. That happens just after she gets out of the mental hospital. That really says enough. It's a far, it's almost a throwaway line, and you can barely hear. But it's a one. It's interesting nonetheless. Um, but once she's released, she inherits. A re- I've written a large amount of money in my notes, but it's not a massive amount, really. It is can't it? be because she runs out quickly towards the end. Well, we know how much it is. How much is it? She inherits sixty grand. 60 grand, is that it? Yeah. Because you pay like 5 grand in rent and then it's and 50 grand to the guy at the end. Yeah, and along with flights, bills, foods, etc. Expensive haircuts. It's not handbags. that much money in reality, is it? No, I mean, it's not. I mean, it, it's, it's like, oh, who wants to be a millionaire? Well, it would be great to be a millionaire, but in, today, in today's day and age, it wouldn't last a millionaire is that not much anymore, realistically. Yeah. Um, you know, we probably couldn't quit our jobs if we have to inherit. Oh no, I'd be pounds. dead within a week. I, I would be dead within a week. You just do all the that. drugs. All the drugs. <laughs> I, I, Fuck, just, I can afford them. I just call Keith Richards and say, Keith, we're going out tonight. Set me up. I want some of those yeah. gorilla tranquilizers. Give me some really good shit. <laughs> um, yeah. So she gets this money and basically thinks, I'm going to move to. Uh, I'm going to move to California. Move to LA. LA, basically, yes, because she follows someone called Taylor Sloan. Um, played by played by Elizabeth Olsen, who she thinks, wow, she's this she's this amazing person. She she goes and eat breakfast in very fancy cafes. And, she's and... she's basically um, she's, so, she, she's a socialite, isn't she? She's a socialite. She's Paris Hilton, uh, basically, um, with probably less social worth. I don't know. I give her a bit more credit than that. She doesn't seem a horrible person. She doesn't seem a horrible person, but it's like. She's getting paid basically to take photos of other people's products. No, that's a no, that's a boyfriend that does that. We never really find out what she does. She's very good at style. I think she's a designer, basically. I believe she's some kind of a designer. I think she's just a person who looks good in other people's stuff, and yeah. that's why they pick her. And to be fair, she's kind of good at that. Um, so yeah, she goes to LA and basically becomes friends with her all over again, and so things start to escalate from that. So we'll go into the actors and we'll go into the um, characters in just a minute. But obviously, the first question I want to ask you is: You've never seen it before. What did you think? What did you think it was about before you even watched it? And what did you think overall? I wasn't sure um, what, what it was about before. Did you look it up on IMDb? No. Um, as with all movies that are new to me, I prefer to go into it with a blank slate. I don't want to be no, yeah, not the same uh, prejudice one way or the other. Mm-hmm. We were speaking the other day about this, and I said it feels very oh, much Go, like, which I've never seen. Like Go. What it also feels like, though, is Grand Theft Auto Five. Okay. It, uh, well, it's got yeah, that kind of. It's meant to be. It is thematically, like and the music of it is very much, you know, it's stylistic ultimately. Very, very stylistically similar to, to Grand Theft Auto. Um, Character-wise, I don't think anyone in this film was very likable. Um, I don't think they were O'Shea meant to Jackson, be, to be fair. O'Shea Jackson was awesome. Oh, he, he's the best part about it. Yeah. Yes, we'll come and, on to um, it. He's the, and he's, he's the best character in the whole film, the to husband, be fair. What's his name? Um, the husband was... Uh, he was called... Uh, Ezra. 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 What, he, a name. what a pompous fucking name. Yeah, we'll come on to it, it in a minute. Sa- he sounds like a farmer. 
Um, but he was until the end, until towards the end, he was fairly likable. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, he's the son of Kurt and Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. So, oh right, God, damn it, who wouldn't like that man? <laughs> um, you know, I never made that connection that that, that he was related to them, but then again, yeah. I didn't really care to find um, out. He's also when he says in the movie that he has no social media presence. Mm. That's true in real life. Right. That's it, he actually has no kind of Instagram, Facebook, none of it. He's, he's not connected. So yeah. maybe that's why he chose him for the role. So let's give away one of the spoilers. I mean, first of all, there are going to be spoilers throughout the podcast. Um, let's let's talk about the wedding first of all. Did you pick up on the key line after the wedding? I didn't. You're allowed to. Okay. So basically, to give spoilers about what happens. She goes to the wet. She's seeing all these Instagram posts on Facebook. This is on a Instagram. nasty scene, by the way, folks. It, it, it's quite horrible. And she, um, so the Ingrid character sees this wedding, which she's not been invited which to. Which is all being posted up and on the line. And it's all lovely. It's all fucking hashtag this, hashtag that bollocks, which frankly annoyed me at the start of the film when yes. I first saw it. But then it kind of, kind of went In away the second view, time. It kind Yeah, it, it yeah. didn't bother me so much. But the whole point is, she shows up. She shows up at the wedding. She's not dressed for the occasion. It's going to be set, and she says, "Thanks for the invite, bitch." She looks up and says, "Ingrid," and she sprays her in the face with bear mace or some. Kind I, of mace, I thought it was an acid attack myself when I when I watched it. Um, I might have been wrong, but that's what I thought. No, it was um, it was mace. It was mace. Yeah, that, that's at least. It's horrible. I mean, there's no getting away from it. That's a horrible thing to do. But so she goes away. She goes into the mental institution. And well, then, it suggests that she does. No, we see her in... We, yeah, it actually, could, now that you say that... No, I'm sure she actually did. She 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 goes into some kind of institution anyway. It's either, yeah. it's either a mental facility or it's a prison. We don't know which is which. I would think ultimately, it would be an institution, to be Ultimately, I think she kind of escapes any kind of punishment for what she's done. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that's beside the point. We're not here to talk about the... The LD prison system. No. So anyway, um, she goes in. She comes. She gets out of wherever she's been. She goes shopping, and then someone walks into the supermarket on a mobile phone and says, "You'll never guess who I've just run into. I've just seen Ingrid Fallburn." And then she covers all the conversation from the other side of the phone and says, "She ne- she didn't even know her." So yeah. basically, what she's saying is that Ingrid didn't know the bride. At the well, wedding. She, but because of her social media presence, she kind of assumed the friendship. Yeah, and the girl who got married never met her. Yeah. She literally knew her for a profile on Instagram. And that was what was more stunning about it. It was like, hang on a second, you've just gay-crashed this party. And maced, maced her because you weren't invited to a party. Of course you weren't fucking invited. You're not friends, you moron. Yeah, Christ. she knows you online, that's it. Yeah, and I don't think she even did much there. And that because well, she knew enough to, to say Ingrid when she walked in. Oh, she knew her because of a profile. Yeah, but only well, that was but, it. Only in the same way that I reckon, I, if I if I befriended some star online on Facebook and I saw them in Hollywood, I'd know to say you're Scott Johnson or whoever. Um, you know, she didn't the actually famous Scott know Johnson. Her. I don't. Is Scott Johnson a real person? I don't know. No. Well, I mean, there's got to be someone called Scott Johnson out there. So we'll, sorry, Scott Johnson, I've just insulted you. He's, he's just said you're not real. Sorry, dude. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that that was one of the that was one of the crucial things for me when it started was you don't even know her and you become so obsessed with this person that you've attacked her. You think that you're entitled to go to a wedding and that you're entitled to spray in the face because you didn't get invited. 
There's clearly something not working in this girl's head. There's a, there's a, there's a sense of entitlement, um, which is all too real, I think, in this in the film. Where, mm. and this, what kind of almost put me off was on the on the DVD cover. It says this is the perfect thriller for the Instagram it's the age. generation. Yeah, or Instagram age rather. Yeah. Um, I like that's because I I don't I don't even know what Instagram does. Have you never used it? Never used it. It's basically just a. It's just basically. Um, I know. I know. It's in essence. You know it's, what it is. It's, it's, it's like a WhatsApp it's, it's a messenger. It's. Um, it is, but you can't talk to people directly. You just post photos onto your Instagram account. I mean, I I use it every now and again. Um, it's be it's so basically photos. it's MySpace, but a lot slicker, and it's there's there's a lot less to it than that. Sorry, I'm just going to pull up my trousers. Um, it it's not quite that because you don't put personal information on it. You don't say. Hi, my name such and such. I like such and such. Blah 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 blah. blah. For the kids it's out there, by the way, MySpace was Facebook before Facebook, and before and after friends stuff. Um, but yeah, um, it's it's basically just an interface to share photos that people can scroll through and like or dislike. Well, no, you can't actually dislike them. Um, I mean, it's it's a very, and I don't want to sound disrespectful, but it's it is kind of a look at me, aren't it, I great? It's, it's even though I use it, it's shallowness. It is shallow, but. Is it the new version of an art exhibition? No, it's not. Why not? Why is it? Why is it no different to holding, hosting an art exhibition? Because art exhibition is something you can go to. It's something physical. You can you can appreciate it with other people. I see what you're saying. Um, I mean, I, I don't... I'm, I'm going to go to the Liverpool Museum and, and what and look at the Terracotta Warriors. Mm. I'm going to look at them online because I've seen photos of yeah, them. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I mean, I don't think it's nearly as bad as things like Facebook, WhatsApp. Um, I, I don't use WhatsApp anymore. I certainly don't use that fucking Snapchat thing. Um, I've, I've never used Snapchat, so I have no idea what it is. Uh, I know... I'm screwing you here, aren't I? We are clearly... You're, you really are showing your I, age difference. I'm, I'm, nearly, um, I'm nearly 40. <laughs> so Six months away from 40. So basically, Snapchat is a place where people can go and take pictures of their genitals. The idea it's Grindr, is... then? No, it's not. No, Grindr is a dating website. Jesus Christ. So basically, <laughs> um, no, what's, what's, um, what Snapchat is, is you can take photos... But the key is they vanish after thirty seconds, and you can never get them back. Oh, okay. and hence the reason why people take photos. So it's the shit because there's no there's no there's no repercussions. There's a similar thing called Wicca. So it sounds like pretty much the same. Same as that. Don't want on me. Yeah, it's it's, it's the same thing. You sign in with a secure login, and you can choose how long your messages are visible to someone. Right. Anywhere from thirty seconds to twenty four hours. Okay. And after that time it's gone Deleted. I mean I don't understand why people would want to do that anyway I mean if you're Drug going, dealers yeah I mean if you're going on to photograph something that you want gone within a certain period of time you probably shouldn't be sending it to the begin with yeah stop the dick pics folks just oh. stop I've got no problem with that I'm not sending you dick pics <laughs> I don't want the dick pics, thank you very much. No, Grindr is simply a dating app, though, although you can send photos. In I know same, what Grindr is. Yeah, in the same way that... Um, what's that other one for, for straight people? Um, Tinder? Tinder, that's it, yeah. You ever use that? Uh, no. I tried using again, it's, it seems quite facile and shallow. Yeah, I tried it once, and it was just like, I, I actually feel dirty doing this. Yeah. 
Because um, you're basically rating women and saying... Yeah, yeah. I'm judging you on, on one yeah. photo in the space of 30 seconds. That feels wrong yeah, to it's me. Yeah, it's not a judge of character. It's a judge of would I fuck her. Basically, um, yes. Um, yeah, that's that's what put me off from even trying uh, Tinder, in fairness. No, no, I mean, and honestly, I, I, I got... I got rid of it just as quickly as I installed it. To be perfectly honest with you. Um, so, what did you feel? How did you feel that the film progressed? Like, what what was your overall feeling of the film in general? Um, it wasn't predictable. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, genuinely from one thing to the next. I didn't know what was. I mean, I'm usually fairly good at picking up on what well, is going to happen next, and then it happens. And yeah. With this one, you didn't get that feeling because. Like the character, it seemed to be like a, a little bit mentally unhinged in the way. Yes. In the way it progressed, um, and that's what I liked about it. Mm. Is that it wasn't just a formulaic A, B, and C type of story. You know, it wasn't. I mean, in one way, it was quite a simple story, but at the same time, because of the characters, it wasn't nearly as simple as you'd think it would be. Um, I think. I think as well the way, the way it's played by the actors in it, and you've got some very capable names involved. Yeah. Um. And speak, the way they play it is very much not what you'd expect. Um. Aubrey Plaza, fantastic actress. I've seen her in a few things. What else but have she, you seen her in? She was in Bad Grandpa. Right. With Robert De Niro. She was also in. Um, so. I'm gonna see now. She's an actress I'm really not that familiar with. To be fair. She was um, in a little film with um. What's his name from? Uh, let's see. Any advance on that one? No. No, she. Daisy. Oh, sorry, Daisy Grandpa's one. Oh right, okay. Uh, with Robert De Niro. Uh, um, she was also in Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. I can't say I've ever seen that. Um, and honestly, I'm not sure I want to. It's it's quite funny. It's based on a true story. Really. Yeah. Okay. I mean, how much do you think, speaking of like being a true story, how much do you think this is based on reality? It wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't surprise me at all if this was entirely based on reality. Yeah. Because there are people out there who, you know, we've seen with celebrity culture, who kind of see somebody on a movie screen or a TV screen and become obsessed with them and think and just assume that they're friends. Yeah. Um, it happened recently with uh, fr- with Christine Lampard, who was being stalked by by this crazy guy. Who? Uh, Christine Bleakley. Who? Frank Lampard. She used to be on the one show. Right. TV presenter. Okay. Very attractive woman. Right. Um, I'll take you word for that. Who got stalked by this guy just because he'd, he'd seen it on TV and become obsessed with her. Yeah. And thought, you know, I want I want to be friends with you. And she was like, no, you're a creepy, creepy bastard. Stay away from me. And he didn't, and it ended up going to court and injunction. Well, Jesus, I just remembered Jill Dando. Yeah. Didn't, because didn't he kill her? Yeah. He Jill, legitimately killed her, Most famously, yeah. Yeah. Killed, killed by an obsessed fan. Um, and that, that was, what, 25, 26 years ago? No, it was more recent than that. Uh, I think it was more about the mid-90s. I think it was about... I'm losing track of dates, but I'm sure it was late nineties. I'm going I'm to Google. Yeah. Um, because 
I'm not sure on that. I'm pretty sure it was kind of. But even then, 25 years ago, it was 93. It was, wasn't it? I'm losing track, I really am, though. It's just because it doesn't seem that. Yeah. Down though, where is he? Um, is it Joe with a G or a J? I think it's with a J. I'm just trying that, but I came up with nothing. It was with a J, bastard. <laughs> oh, 99. So, so I thought it was quite. I thought it was what. 19 years ago, though. Yeah. Um, when we didn't really have that whole social media thing. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what we were doing back in the day. Um. I certainly don't remember. I think we were just on the like, sort of email back in 1999, really, in this country. Yeah, uh, we were lagging behind, seriously. I mean, the question is, do you think in both situations... Well, actually, no, if I'll go with the first situation, because she clearly did. But do you think she meant... Do you think Ingrid meant any harm to, um, to uh, the person's name? Who I'm trying to find Taylor. That was it. Taylor. Taylor. Do you think she meant any harm to the character? I don't think she meant any harm. I think she wanted to be kind of. She want, genuinely wanted to be friends with her. Um, I don't. I don't know if she did mean any harm. She, you know, she, I think she might have just assumed. Went about it in the wrong way. Yeah. Um, stealing a dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she stole a dog, and then uh, that that was great when he said when they were on the phone uh, saying I found something. I'll bring them over this afternoon. Do you not need the address? Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got it here, but go ahead, just repeat it for me. No, the address wasn't on the flyer. Uh, no, no, but she she clearly knew where he lived. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, that's kind of how the setup begins. Is, is she? After moving to LA and renting this apartment, and on the same day she's told you can't have any pets in here, she gets that no dog. pets at all. She goes yeah. out and kidnaps a dog, um, and gets caught with the dog. And the landlord says you can't have a dog. I'm severely allergic, which is why I told you not to get, get a dog, get dog, dog in the first place. Yeah, and she's like, oh, it's going to be gone by tomorrow. Um, I, I mean, I think there's a bit too much story to cover, really. In, and honestly, I, I do kind of want to keep it a bit more of a secret than we normally do. Because I think, it's, I think as I've said with other films in the past... It should be discovered. Yeah, I think it should be. So what we'll do then is we'll start talking about the characters a bit more. Um, so we'll start... With, we've, we've already spoken about Ingo quite a bit. So let's not talk about her too much. Um, let's go on to Taylor, um, played by the lovely Elizabeth Olsen. Yes. Um, the older sister of the... She's celebrated. the younger. Oh, sorry, younger sister of the Olsen twin. Yes. Yeah. Singular. Again, there's, no, there's only one twin. No. No. It's well, one, both, well, it's one person. Well, yeah, but they call them the Olsen twins, don't they? It's one. The it's the Olsen twin. There's only one of them. Well, of course. It, well, no. No, it's there just, are, it's just one. Tw- it's just one person. Two people really and they're twins of each other. So no, it's two. Just one person moving really fast. Oh right. I yeah. Mean, wrong, but okay. No, I'm, I'm I've seen, right. I've seen pictures of them in them in different dresses. Yeah, that just keeps me moving so fast. Shut up. <laughs> so what did you think of her? Um, I, I, I like her as an actress, personally. Um, she's had quite a good career so far. Um, probably you know, more fortunate than her sisters. And you know, she's waited till she's a bit older mm-hmm. and then become an actress as opposed to having that very early... 
fame thrust to fly. Well, they, those girls, they never had a chance, let's be honest. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know much about the Olsen twins. I think, as far as I know, one of them has gone on to be completely away from film and cinema and TV and basically has a TV... Has a, sorry, I say... Uh, I was like, there's going to be a lot of editing in this episode. Um, <laughs> can I kid? Um, she basically designs clothes and very much out the limelight. And you know what? Good for her. You know, for, for not wanting to... Because I do feel sorry for... You know, it's no wonder that fucking... Like, you know, Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton and Macaulay Culkin... And well, she wasn't like, a charge star, defense. Paris Hilton. She wasn't a charge star. She was Only born she wasn't, as well. That's right, yeah. And to be fair, Lindsay Lohan... Um, for all her getting into dealings with the police, we were all really shit things. It was all really stupid things like not it, paying, like not paying parking tickets yeah. and shit like that. It's like, oh, how stabbed anyone? How, how can I be really? How can I be really a bad girl? You know, I want to not pay my parking. Fuck off, Lindsay Lohan, you fucking moron! And yeah. stop trying to sue Rockstar. You lost. Did you hear about that? No. Well, basically, you know in GTA Five on the loading screen, they've got that Bond girl um, yeah. with her fingers and doing the peace sign. She claimed that the character and that picture was based upon her, and she didn't get paid royalties for it. How can you claim royalties for a picture that's based on someone? But it's not. That's the point. And even if it was, even if it was, though, it's based on. I can, I can. Do no, some... you can't. You can't take someone else's image and use it without paying them. You can't if it's only based no. on them. No, you can't use someone else's image without their permission. Yeah, you can't use now, someone else's image, but if, a, if, a, if an image still is an image. based on someone... Yeah, but, yeah, but you still can't do that. It's still an image. It's the whole Crispin Glover film from Back to the Future 2. That's... We were going to get into that at some point. Well, we will come back to the future at some point, definitely. But um, anyway, anyway, the, the, co- the, the case got thrown out. It never went anywhere. It was never going anywhere. But anyway, back to Elizabeth Olsen. I mean, the only thing I'd seen her in um, before... Um, this and I completely forgot seeing it actually was Wind River, which is astoundingly good. Um, I don't even heard of it because it wasn't on the cinema that long. I haven't heard of it. It's I basically it was basically about um, an American a standard American cop who polices a Indian reservation, and through all their through all their misgivings, they seem to have a decent oh, relationship. I've heard it. I have heard of it actually. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a really good film. I mean, it's depressing as hell. But it's she a was, really good film. She was and she in, was um, wonderful in it. Let's see. She was in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I don't think I made it more than halfway into that film. I really couldn't get on board with it. I she was in like, Death Proof. Never seen Death Proof. You need to watch Death Proof. She was in Die Hard 4. You As I said Die the other day, 4. I didn't get past Die Hard 3 and I have no intention of going past Die Hard 3. Um, I mean, to me, there's only two Die Hard films anyway. Die Hard Two never happened. Yeah, we just skip over that part. That yeah. She was in the re- she was in the sequel of the thing or prequel of the thing. I think I've seen the thing, but I don't remember much about it. John Carpenter film. Yeah. Or well, they made the prequel. Was it the one in the Arctic? Yes, they made the pre- they made a prequel to it in 2011. Yeah. As to what happened at the Norwegian camp before the film started. Okay. Uh, and she was in that. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. she seems to be picking and choosing about what she does. With Abraham she's... Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Never seen that, never intend to see that. Oh, it's good. Okay, I'll take your word for that. Best in the book, and I very rarely say that. <laughs> so Taylor is very much perceived on screen 
as the ter- as the stereotype of the millennial um, socialite. And the reason I say that is honestly, I don't know what socialite is, and I'm so sick of hearing the word millennial. It actually, pains me to say it. If I have to hear, she's not a millennial. She was born to, too late to be a millennial. To, no, she's not. That, she that's born too early. Sorry. What year was she born? 84. She's a millennial then. She's not a millennial. She is because you and me are millennial. I'm a millennial. I was born in 83. I was born in 79. Fuck you. According to the, according to records, I am a millennial. Which Hold really on. annoys me because I thought for ages I was G-Generation X. We are Generation X. We're what not. What the fuck? We're Generation Y, which then became millennials. I've got to... I've got, I'm, I'm just going to... Um, a person reaching young adults in the early 21st century. Fuck you! I was in the late 90s. No. no. Yeah. I tell you what. Yeah. Once we're I done, turned 18 once, and we're, 1997. once we're done, we'll do this properly. But we are, according to a certain number of statistics, we are millennials. Oh, fuck and that. and and the whole and you know what? You can fuck off if you uh, want. No, I'm Generation X, bitch. Oh no! Check it out. That's not fair. Check it out. I don't like. Hang on a second. Damn it! <laughs> I don't like the fact that you're a Generation X and I'm not. I thought for years I was Generation X. Okay, you, you can go around doing the crotch chop in that case. Um, you can be part of Generation X. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I don't get this millennial thing. I don't get the snowflake thing. It seems to have spanned from... And, 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 uh, if I have to hear one more person say, so she's just too worried... Fuck off. I'm sick of it. And I'm sick of these YouTubers who are making names off this shit and ranting about it like they've only just discovered like it. PewDiePie. And, and yeah, he, well, no, he's not so bad, but a lot of people like Keemstar and other people like that, and I don't want to piss off Keemstar, I'm not that he's going to ever listen to this podcast, but just people who use it as a reason to be horrible to people. Yeah. It seems, even though they're nothing about them, you you blanket statement an entire group of people just because of when they happen to be born. Yeah, it's it's like saying everyone over sixty five voted for Brexit. I mean, don't be wrong, a lot of people over sixty five voted for Brexit. A lot of them did, but not everyone did. No, so you can't. I you can't generalize everyone over the age of sixty five in that kind of way, and much in the same way you can't generalize everyone of a certain age just because of. The way they're perceived to be, yes. Um, and I think that's what a lot of what the problem is with tagging someone as a as a millennial or you know things like that. Mm. Um, so what what did you think of Elizabeth Elizabeth Olsen? Thank you. What did you think of her performance in general? I thought she, I th- thought she was good. Um, I think she's quite quite an able actress, quite an enjoyable actress to watch on screen. Mm. Pretty not on the eye. Um, and I mean, don't, don't be wrong. Again, this is the character. This, this is the character I'm criticising, not the actress. Yeah. It's just that that facile kind of oh look at me, I'm so great type of attitude that is prevalent. Although, do you think part of that, and do you think part of the reason why people are so why they don't, especially people who don't like YouTubers. Do you think there's a part of jealousy in there? No, well, like, I don't. You, you've got a much easier life of, in a way of making money that I never had the opportunity to, and I'm a bit I, and I'm a bit jealous of that fact. And I'm not saying that's the case. It's not jealousy for me. It's more a case of yeah. how can you do this? Mm. How how is it even possible? How should it be possible to do this? Yeah. You know, and 
what does it say about us as a as a society that we yes that we allow it in, in essence because mm. uh, we're getting people famous for doing nothing yeah basically for doing so at all and it's like why when did this become a thing it's and uh, for me I think you can probably trace it back to the likes of you being framed in the you know <laughs> and that, you know, that's what it is is that instant fame yeah, type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you were well, making the wrong people famous. I, I mean, it's it's a weird thing, and I don't want to turn this into a massive YouTube rant. But one person who I still follow to this day that started off at the very beginning was Philip Franco, uh. and he's actually done something good. He actually does something good with his fame. Um, he, he's still around, and he's still. He is still what he was all those those ten years ago. To you know, to his credit, he's still doing well. Yeah. But it's it's a bizarre thing, and I don't want to judge anyone by it because at the end of the day, they found a way of making money that I don't, that I haven't. Um, and good and good luck to them. I mean, if it. if you can do it, then fair play. But I just don't see. I mean, I'd love to get paid for doing this. But I'm not holding out that much hope either. No, if I'm not making money out of this, you're sure as I'm not making any money out of this. Well, I, mean, I don't like who's to make money out of this. Me. <laughs> but yeah, I can. I can, I don't think we'll ever get sponsorship from anyone. Um, Please sponsor us. Um, so okay, so are we done with Elizabeth? No, we're not really done with the Taylor characters. So you didn't like her. Okay, would you say you didn't like her, or do you say that you? I, just... I didn't like. I don't like her lifestyle. Right. It's it's the Paris Hilton. It's the. It's uh, what's her name? Thingy Richie. Um, oh yeah, Nicole Richie. That's it. Yeah, it's that kind of socialised aspect of it that it just puts me off. Any, not just mm. anyone. I don't care who they are. It's that kind of oh look at me, I'm I'm so entitled. I was like, you've done nothing to get to this point apart I from. I still didn't hate her that I, much though. I didn't hate her, but mm. it's just I didn't hate the character. I just. I hated the lifestyle and the kind of I'm famous because I've got a hundred people, hundred thousand people following, or you know, hundred million people following yeah, me on Instagram. And that's the thing, you don't really make money on Instagram, so I don't even know how how she makes her money. But there we are. Yeah. Um. Um. Okay. Well, we'll move on to Dan Pinto then, and what a name, Dan Pinto. He sounds like he should be a porn star. He's he's named after a after a nineteen car. Yeah, um, was it, was it, the American, it was like the American Ford Fiesta. Was it a Chevy Ford? Ford Pinto. Ford Pinto. That was it. Was, it was basically the American Ford Fiesta. Right. Um, and what that was just the name for it. You know, it we had the Fiesta, they had the Pinto. It was exactly the same car. What's your thinks about a name? Fiesta. Yeah, Pinto sounds like a disease, doesn't it? It sounds uh, like something you go to the doctor. And for. Fiesta was also the name of a, of a porn mug, if you remember. I don't. Although I do remember a few um, last, like six months ago or something, I went to see um, I went to see Derek in Manchester, and one of his businesses basically selling things online, um, secondhand merchandise. And yeah. we went to some secondhand shop in Manchester, and I was delighted to see a copy of Razzle being sold. Hey. Like, oh my god, that's a real thing! I almost bought it just for shits and giggles because I was one of you. I had that one. Well, no, no. <laughs> the only reason I even know what Razzle is is because of one line from Bottom where it says. If you bought out and bought a copy of Razzle, I'll be really upset. And I just thought it was some really some made up name for some like eighties oh, no, magazine, it, but it, apparently it was, it was a, a real, real thing. thing. It was a real thing. Um so yes, um You so clearly didn't have porn bushes where you grew up, did you? I lived in the country, all we had was bushes. Boom boom 
<laughs> anyway, so Dan Pinto is basically a nice, friendly, wannabe screenwriter. He's, he's a stoner. Yeah, but he's nice. He's, you know, know, he's, he's a nice guy. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's well to help. Yeah. Um, and he basically offers him... Well, he doesn't offer him Grid Summer to stay. He just, he just has to have a flat available for rent. Yeah. Um, um, and he seems to want to look after it, but he doesn't seem to necessarily want anything from her. Yeah, he's not. He's not got. On, he's not got any ulterior motive. No, he's not got an agenda. Although he does end up striking it lucky. We've got. I've got to say. Yeah, but she kind of does it. She kind of puts it more on than he does. To be fair, um, you know, she instigates it. To be honest, are you gonna say no to that? Honestly, if I knew her as a person, probably yes. Yeah, but if you didn't know her, oh, as if a you person... didn't know her, to be fair, no. Um... I mean, there's not really enough. Well, it's actually there is quite a bit to say about. It, but again, I don't want to spoil what happens in the in the further story. So let's talk about Shea Jackson for a second. You know who he is, right? I know who he is. He's he's Ice Cube. So yeah, uh, is it Ice, ice Cube? Yeah, it is Ice Cube, not Ice C. Ice C is no, the other one. Very different person. Are they mixed them together? Mm-hmm. Have you seen? I'm, I'm assuming you haven't seen it. Have you seen Straight Outta Compton? I haven't seen Straight Outta Compton. Though it is on my list to watch. It is a very good film. If have you got a Blu-ray player? I have. I'll lend you it before you leave. Um, and we can cover that at some point. Um, and amazingly, this is only his second film. Yeah, his first one was Street Fighter. Straight Straight and that blew me away this morning when I realised, like, no way. Yeah. That was his first film? I he was chosen basically because he is son of Cube. But because he did a very good job of it as well, it wasn't like he was just chosen out of like, well, you're my son, so you have to fight me. But apart from that, you can't really get much more authentic. No, and it's you know if you want someone who knows the guy's mannerisms and you know looks like him, sounds like him, walks like him, get the son. Yeah. Um, so if you're gonna do if you gonna make a film about Clint Eastwood's wife, who are you gonna cast? Scott Eastwood. Um, Michael J. Fox. Because he said he looked like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Um, yeah, I really enjoyed him in this. I've got to say, I thought it was very funny. I thought it was very likable. An immense, he's the most likable character in the movie. He's probably the only likable character yeah. in the film, to be fair. Um, and, and he's yeah. a comic book geek. Yes, he is a comic book geek. Um, yes. So, very much a man after my own heart. I had, I've got a lot of feels for him because mm. he, he just puts his comic books nearly out there on show. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I don't care who knows. I'm a massive, massive Batman fan. Uh, fuck anyone who says it. It's, <laughs> it's bad. You've got to respect that, man. You know, grown ass man, obsessed with Batman, buying fucking Batman Forever merchandise on online. Well, I gotta say, I'm getting a bit sick of the whole comic book franchises myself. I really can't stand them, but you know. Fair play to people who like them. I'll, you know, I'm not going to take it away from them. I'm just saying it's very rare we see an actual like comic book fan plays in and in not, a half decent way and not in an insulting way. Exactly, it's, it's he's not a stereotype of he's this fat nerd sat in his mum's basement. Yeah, he's going out there, he's getting a life for himself. He's writing a screenplay for a Batman film that he's not being asked to. He's just doing it because he loves the character. Because he wants to. And this yeah. is the type of guy you'd want writing a Batman script because he's got to do he's just got the agenda. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, so, Kurt Russell's son, Wyatt, um, who I've never heard of, um, plays Ezra. I saw his name and I thought, 
I wonder because I, I saw his and the way he looks as well. I thought it's got to be Kate Russell's son, Kate mm. Russell and Goldie Hanson. And I looked him up and his, um, and of course he's what's the name? Um, yeah, just blonde. Uh, looks like Goldie Hawn's daughter. I've got no idea. I mean, I I really know nothing about the guy. And um, I I've never seen him in anything else other than this. I mean, look at the guy. He's he's the perfect mix of both of them. I don't see it. I've got to say, I I don't I don't see it personally. I mean, he's done a lot to it. You know, yeah. Well, he's done he's done Escape from L.A. He's done a reason. His first film role, folks, in nineteen ninety six, Escape from L.A. with his dad. But he was uncredited. And he was in and he was in Soldier with his dad. Never seen that. Um, this is forty. Never seen it. Arrested Development. I've heard a lot about Arrested Development. I've never watched it. Oh, you've got to watch it. Well, I should because it's on Netflix. I'm not yeah. going to pay for it. If, and if you enjoy, if you enjoy, so it's something in Philadelphia. You gonna enjoy Arrested Development. It's just yeah. a just a given. All right. Well, Jason Bateman's yeah. in it. He's awesome. I'll give it a go. Doesn't it? Has it got the guy who's who was in Juno in it? Michael Cera, yes. yes. Who only plays Michael Cera? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give it a go. I'll, I'll give it a watch. I mean, so he's basically an artist that steals other people's work and just put words over it. Basically, yeah. Like, here's a bunch of horses. Teamwork. Oh, fuck off. Really? That is so pretentious. Uh, yeah, motivational posters. And I, I prefer it if he'd satirised it. The motivational posters, yeah, you know, because because there's there's some funny shit. The motivational posters themselves don't make sense. <laughs> Kitten on the washing line, what the fuck? I mean, personally, I'd feel uncomfortable working in an office that had those on the wall. I'd walk out of an office that had those on yeah, the wall. Yeah, I probably would actually as well. Same if you went to a meeting. Said, so, how do we think outside the box? Yeah, no, um, don't blue do sky that. thinking. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's a bad one actually. Um, I don't have an awful lot to say about him as I said my notes. I didn't dislike his performance, but I felt... He turned he into a massive douchebag at the end. How? How do you think he turned into a douchebag? When he was really just fucking kicking off. That's why well he I, should. I, 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 he should. But he could have done it in a more subtle way. He could have... No, no, I'm sorry. Given the circumstances, subtlety was not needed in that scenario. He needed to go over there with a brick and say, fucking stop it, or I will cave you head in. Hang on, by this point, surely they should have both realised this girl has some serious mental issues. They probably should have taken a restraining order out, to be fair. No, I mean, they should have, they should have, handled, they should have like been more respectful towards her mental issues, I think. I don't think that you would necessarily be thinking that way in that scenario. Possibly not. Um, personally. No, I don't blame him for doing what he did. I don't blame him, but at the same time, it, dude, you're a bit harsh. That's that's what I'm saying. I don't think he was harsh. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I think he was perfectly valid. Um, I, as I said, I don't have an awful lot to say about him, do you? No. Okay, let's move on to Billy Magnuson, then, who plays Mickey. This uh, is Taylor's easily, easily the least likable character. <laughs> okay. In the desert, I was hoping they would kill him. <laughs> genuinely hoping that he would die. He is that. Oh, that, he that is. He's, he's horrible. Uh, I was, I was thinking, if that's a gun, shoot, just shoot him in the face. 
Unfortunately, while it was a gun, it turned out to be a paint gun. Um, that thing taken out there with... What the fuck? The, I mean, don't know those things hurt. Oh, yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, you're not going to kill someone. They're mostly organised a PJ and Duncan type situation. Where, you, you know, the guy just ends up blind. Oh, he's a, I mean, I don't like him. He's a bit of a dick. Um, the only other thing I've seen Billy Magnuson in, and I didn't even realise I'd seen him in it, was um, The Big Shorts. I've seen The Big Shorts, and that was a great film. But it was. He wasn't in it for that long. And even when I, I saw it this morning, I was like, wait, what? He was in The Big Shorts? And then I suddenly realised who he played in The Big Shorts. Um... He was one, do you remember when the two when the two of the main characters are talking to the mortgage brokers and they're basically saying, "Yeah, we sell houses to porn stars." Yeah, he's one of them. Ah, okay. I'm just looking to his resume, if you will. You mean his CV? I'm being American. Well, we're not American. But he's American, so <laughs> therefore it's a resume. He's in the TV series that was based on Get Shorty. You know, I'm half tempted to watch that, but I don't think I want to. Chris O'Dowd and Ray Romano. I hate Chris O'Dowd. He's in fucking everything now, and he's just annoying. <laughs> Who is he? I don't even know. The guy from the IT crowd, the Irish guy. Um, I've never seen it, but I don't know who you mean. Fucking, uh, where is he? Him. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, fucking big annoying bastard. Um, he's anyway. Get me off this subject. Next, 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 well, next topic. The, that's kind of the last character to talk about, really. Um, well, so yeah, we both agree we don't particularly like the guy. I would, I would kick him in the dick. <laughs> Seriously, um, just intensely unlikable character. What um, did you think about? And again, somewhat spoilers, but what did you think about him? Um. Uh, blackmailing Ingrid. It was an amazingly shitty move. <laughs> um, I mean, do me wrong. Yeah, fair enough. Stick up for your, stick up for your sister. Say, listen, what are you doing? It's a bit bad. Was it me, or was there a bit of a weird thing between them? Yeah. You know, I picked up on a bit of a fucking a bit weird of a vibe. thing going on between us. A bit of a vibe. I mean, um, yeah, like. Um, like when you watch Vince McMahon and Stephanie McMahon on the same screen in 2000, 2001 and, and he turns around and says, you man, daddy's little girl. Yeah. Etc. Oh God, it was so bad the other week. I was just watching an episode of Raw and, ah, oh God, no, stop, please. And, ah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was a there was a real weird thing going on between the two of them, wasn't there? Let's be honest. It was, yeah, um, yeah. He, he got really creepy back then. Um, no, not Vince McMahon. I mean, oh. the character, these two characters. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there was. I think more on his part than hers. Um, but she, but even then, she was like, "Oh, he's such a genius, and he's he's in he's in France, and he got, it basically." Like, so what did he do? I don't understand what he did. I don't understand. I think he was just a, basically a socialite dick. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that might be his actual job title, folks. Um, but to his credit, dick. to his credit, 
Billy played it very well. He played. He played it very to be yeah. that was, in, to be that unlikable. He's he's kicked, kicked it off the park. Yeah, you know. But at the same time, um, if I ever came across this person in real life, I would <laughs> I would go out of my punch way. Him to punch him in the dick. Punch him in the dick. Kick him in the dick. Okay, so um, I think we've pretty much said all there is to be said, really, isn't there, at this point? Really? Pretty much, I think we've covered... So as much as we can do, anyway. So on to personal reviews. Mm. We'll start with yours. Well, when I saw this initially, I was blown away and really enjoyed it. Um, it's not to say I didn't enjoy it this time around, but I think it lost a lot of its punch and a lot of its luster than when I originally saw it, I've got to say. Um, it's not to say it's bad... But I don't think, despite buying it on DVD, I can't see myself watching it again. I don't think I enjoyed it as much the second time around. I when we watched this for Iconocratic, because um, me and Derek um, reviewed it because it was a, um, it was one of the films we offered to review. I was enamoured of it, and Derek could barely Derek walked out of it halfway through. Yeah, he couldn't take it. Now whether it's because he's in the industry, you know, because he's in, uh, he doesn't brag about it, but he is in the music industry. He just is. And he found it really disturbing. Yeah. And I can kind of understand why. But then again, I think... But me and him are very different people. I, I'm i almost... I, I, I almost... I like very dark films. I like... I almost enjoy... You like to see the dark side of humanity. Yeah, I, I almost enjoy exploitation films, which I don't know if that says something about my, my level of... My, my mentality in general. But part of me really enjoyed the insanity well, of this. Um, I mean, we've already kind of spoken about um, social media, and I just want to talk about it for a bit more. I mean, I, if I, I don't know if I should say what I've written, because really, I don't want to come across it as well. If I, I'll let Mike read what I've said, and then you can decide if it's something you think we should bring up. Okay, so what Chris has said, and I'm going to read this verbatim as it appears. I do not want to get onto a huge rant that social media is ruining people's lives these days, and people blaming social media for depression and social problems it might contribute but ultimately the person is to blame i used to use facebook a lot but found i spent way too much time on it so naturally i sued mark for ruining my life because it's his fault yeah i mean what do you think i mean like i said i don't want to come across as insulting i mean, and i hope i've not come across as insulting by saying that i i call it anti-social media uh personally you need that from facebook from philadelphia yeah, but, <laughs> um, but I've always got that, because uh, it is, it, at the end of the day, it is anti-social, because what's social about being locked in your room for days, yeah. talking to people, from, a, you know, I've, I've literally sat on a bus and watched two girls sat next to each other, texting one another, rather than actually having a physical conversation. Mm. This is kind of how, you know, this is where we've got yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you don't need to be sending her texts saying well at what she's just said. If you're talking to her, you can actually laugh. And who the hell laughs out loud anyway? I used to work with a guy who, instead of laughing, actually said well. You see, I like it when people do that, because that's kind of like, I'm ripping the piss out of the social media to begin with. Yeah. Like, Lol. Um, or ruffle. Or other things like that. So, what did, what did you come away from this? In general, did you enjoy it? What did you think? Would you recommend first it to viewing, people? First viewing, um, I didn't like it. Okay, fair enough. Um, 
uh, again, I found it quite disturbing, uh, much much in the same way um, that, De that Derek did. Second viewing, I found it easier to watch because mm. I knew what I was getting into this time. Yeah. Um, and I was able to kind of enjoy the characterizations a bit more, apart from the massive dick. Um. <laughs> Again, still, still quite disturbing, still quite worrying, and I hate to use one of these social media phrases, but it is quite on trend. Right. Um, on top of it's on fleek. On fleek. Uh, I don't, Whatever the I hell that I don't know. It might even be Bay for all I know. On fleek. No, I don't think it's Bay. I believe Bay stands for before anyone else. Oh. Um. What does what does fleek mean? Ah, fleek meaning. Fleek, extremely good, attractive, or stylish. Was it Fleek? It was extremely. It, I wouldn't say extremely good, but it was certainly attractive who and stylish. With, who comes up with these anyway? I don't know. Um, What's Urban Diction we got to say about Fleek? That's usually uh, they usually quite. Words used by those intent on decimating the English language <laughs> and further depleting the ever. Dwindling repository of individuals capable of intellectual conversation. For anyone who uses this term on fleek, I've added links to the big words to help you out. <laughs> I, I have a terrible voca vocabulary because I am a high school dropout. I have difficulty expressing myself with actual words, so I compensate for my inadequacies by using made up words and hope that no one questions it. In the likely event that someone does question it, I will react as if they are laughably out of touch. My portrayal of an uneducated social media whore is on fleek. I love, I love her position here. <laughs> I really do love I've her got, I've got to say that is the most spot on. Yeah, yeah. Um, description of a word. That should, that should be the Oxford English Dictionary definition. Yes, it should. Fleek. Um, yeah, I mean, why do you need to come up with these words? I don't know. We have... A massive, massive. We've got a big enough dictionary of is. words, um, and you have to go make up. Yeah, yeah. Would you recommend this to anyone else, though? To the right person. <sighs> to the right person. You, I mean, you know. Yes, not, I, yes, I would. Um, no, it's not quite in the same way. If only to kind of warn of the dangers, I'd say as well, mm. of social media and its overuse in some instances. Yeah. I think it just it just stands as a as a kind of good warning for for that for certainly for some people. Um, and I think I think people certain people are always going to be kind of predisposition to be almost reliant in some ways on these types of. I think there's definitely a part of that. Um, um, not not to be insulting, but I definitely think there's a part of it. Um, and yeah. What I've what I've always found is that when you meet people, if you've spoken to them online first and then you meet them in real life, the person you meet in real life is not the person you've met online. Yeah, that's fair. I think people have an online personality and they have their actual personality. Mm. I try not to. Uh, I try and be who I am in person when I'm online. Yeah. 
so what you see is a fair representation of yeah. who I am. Yeah, no, I go along with that. Um, but people do, they kind of present themselves in, in certain ways that make you think that, that they're something they're not. Mm. And that's the danger of social media, is yes. that we see we only see what people allow us to. It's an obvious statement, but it's true, especially about YouTubers. Yeah. It's like, they don't take, they don't show you videos of them having shit. At least I'd like to think there aren't people who video themselves having Maybe shit. in Japan? Possibly. That's right, kind of racist. But saying that as well, would they, they like toilet stuff? Let's not be offensive to the Japanese. I'm just saying... It's a big, it's a big thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But you know, you saw the online social social presence and the, the recent case with Disney, um, it was that they sacked James Gunn. Oh, because of because yeah. of the comments he made years ago when he was trying to be a stand-up comedian. Which he really shouldn't. He shouldn't have made them, but at the same time, he was trying to get into kind of edgy stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. and it was said very much in the vein of that. It wasn't his actual. It, views or expressions it was said in the name of controversy to be a stand-up comedian and i don't think it, it reflects him in any way um i mean it's not like he's gone full-on michael richardson you know whatever his name was from seinfeld yeah michael richardson yeah um and just done a massive you know rant yeah, yeah. it and that was not in character that was just as him it's so it's a kind of double-edged sword yeah but the way people are perceived online is it can be dangerous and we need to kind of step back and go well hang on there is an actual person it's not just what we see online because what we see online is a characterization it's not it's not the actual person yeah unless it's me in which case it's actually me sorry that's my phone. Um, so professional. Well, I think that's a good place to stop. Um, how long have we been going? Oh, back pretty much bang on an hour. Oh. Which is what we wanted to aim for Spot anyway. Spot on. Yeah. Well, I'd like to thank you for joining me again, sir. Thank you for having me. And, you know, despite your overall feelings of it, I hope it was a, I hope it was a film that you interest, or at least interested to be introduced to. Yeah. That's was... the whole idea of this thing anyway. I, I I enjoyed the film but overall. I did enjoy the film. It's not, I don't know if it's one that I'd watch again because again it is quite worrying. Um, yeah. And you never know. We've managed to end up getting our our very own Ingrid one day. Yeah. Um, although to be fair, Aubrey Plaza, if you want to stalk me, anybody in Ingrid's out there, come and look us up. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go. It's been Sunday afternoon cinema, folks, with me, Michael Arkin, and him. Come on. Say it. If you think you can do the intro and the outro, I'll let you do the intro and the outro. Come on, oh, carry on. Do the outro. Fine. This has been Sunday afternoon cinema. I've been Chris. He's been Mike. Goodbye. Ha! You have been listening to Sunday afternoon cinema, which is a recorded podcast. The podcast was hosted by myself and Michael Arkin. The podcast was recorded, produced, and edited by myself, Christopher Winter. If you've liked what you've heard, please consider subscribing on iTunes or following on SoundCloud. Thank you for listening.